Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each and every trading day you can get at least five trading ideas to start your day off. Hopefully you will like one of these ideas. Maybe think about it for a trade. Maybe think about it for an investment. If you don't do either of those, you're still going to get a lot of value out of the podcast every morning because we do a ton of educational content. We do a, a ton of insight that hopefully you can use in your trading or investing strategy a little further down the line. Today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. If you are a Valentine baby, Happy birthday to you on this Valentine's Day. Let's bring in Mike O'Connor. Mike, how's it going, man? How was your weekend? We missed you yesterday, sir. Going good. Going good. I, I know. I was sad to miss out yesterday morning. I had a nasty uh, stomach bug over the weekend. Oh, so good. it was kind of final you recovery better? day there. But doing good now. All, all nice. better. Glad to hear, man. Glad to hear. We always like having you on the podcast. And when I'm around you... When I'm not around, you know, you do an awesome job leading it too, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's good. It's good to have both of us on, but you know, sometimes some things happen. I agree. So that's okay. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give you a real quick preview of our list for today. And then we're going to jump into each of these names a little bit further to get you a little bit more depth of information. Each day, the podcast is around 10 or 15 minutes. So we'll get you some good info. We'll get you some trading ideas and we'll get you out the door so you can get to your trading day. Good luck, everyone out there today. Our first stock to watch for the day is Rocket Mortgage RKT. Stock to watch number two is Shopify SHOP. Number three is General Mills, G-I-S. Number four is Bellicom Pharmaceuticals, B-L-C-M. And our last stock to watch for today is Seek Group. It's S-E-C-O. Let's start off with Rocket Mortgage. Why is this a training idea for today, Mike? Let's do it. And this is interesting on the interest rate front. Rocket Mortgage, huge mortgage provider. So obviously they're going to be very directly affected by interest rates. One of the companies in that kind of big sector of banks, mortgages, auto loans, everything is very affected by where the federal funds rate is. And this has been interesting. Traders have been circulating a headline uh, which suggested that federal funds futures, so the futures contracts that trade off of the, the idea of where the federal funds rate is going, were pricing in a high interest rate of five to five and a quarter percent by July. And so a high interest rate, like a peak interest rate, yeah. whereas they've previously been pricing in a higher peak interest rate. Um, so this is interesting. It kind of an investor sentiment in the federal funds futures is saying that, okay, maybe the peak interest rate that the Fed is going for is actually going to be lower uh, than expected, which we've, we've heard, you know, some rumors and some things yeah. going on in behind the scenes, but this could be a, a serious indicator that that might uh, be what's happening. What, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are this, Brent. I think you, you know this more in depth than I do, though. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the same futures function that is creating futures for S&P 500, for the NASDAQ, and for the Dow Jones. Similar to that, there are investors, institutions looking at the Federal Reserve and their projections for the Fed funds rate and making a futures market out of it. It's really helpful for investors to be able to 
look at the Federal Reserve overnight interest rate, the key benchmark interest rate in this way to get uh, some expectation for the future. I think that the previous peak interest rate range that the Fed fund futures were pricing in was five and a half to five and three quarters. So it's not like it was that much higher previously, uh, but uncertainty when the market gets, the market does not like uncertainty when the market gets more certain about things that makes investors and traders feel more confident. And that's what we like as investors. We do not like uncertainty and we love being certain, just being more certain about the Fed fund future rate is important here. I, I think that the action that happened today that uh, got us to sort of repricing the Fed fund futures was our CPI reading, our consumer price index reading. One of the two uh, key inflation metrics was released today at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. And I always say to look at the core CPI figure. The core CPI figure removes volatile energy and food prices. And the core figure on a year-over-year basis for January came in a little hotter than expected today, 5.6% versus uh, up 5.6% versus up 5.5% economist expectation. I think maybe a little bit of a hotter than expected inflation reading had uh, investors kind of like going back to the Fed funds futures market and sort of repricing in this five to five and a quarter by July Fed funds futures rate, uh, like you were hinting at, Mike, of course, our mortgage companies out there that are publicly traded are going to be directly impacted by this. I was like, you know, considering this headline about Fed funds futures rate, and I was thinking, what are some of the better stocks out there that we can attach to this news item? And I was thinking about, you know, like the big banks, like a Goldman Sachs or Bank of America. And I thought, ah, mortgage is kind of like more tangible, if you ask me, as far as being closely rated, related to uh, the Fed's key interest rate. Stock to watch two, ladies and gentlemen, is Shopify, S-H-O-P, a good old earnings play coming down the pipeline here. Uh, company's going to be reporting their quarterly results on Wednesday. That's tomorrow after market close. We've been on the podcast talking uh, quite often about using stocks as a way to get some sentiment, how spending is happening, how production is happening. And I think Shopify is a good one that kind of gets overlooked a little bit as a gauge for the consumer. Shopify is a Canada-based company. Of course, Shopify can be used internationally, but I think that, you know, a lot of Canadians use Shopify. As such, uh, you know, Shopify, I think, can be used as a good gauge for what the Canadian consumer is like right now. We've been giving you ideas about, uh, you know, the American consumer and maybe the European consumer. I think Shopify is a good one to consider if you're kind of like looking at the rest of North America. And it's, it's the the um, that whole ecosystem that Shopify has managed to create in the e-commerce sector. Uh, it seems like they have very loyal customers, uh, very high. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of word of mouth and very, very loyal customers. So that's a definitely a stock to watch, especially in terms of, you know, I think that they recently is maybe this is maybe I'm thinking of a different e-commerce company, but I think not too far ago they increased their prices. I think they were on stocks to watch and we were talking about them. Oh, yeah. uh, so this could You're be right. where they report the results of that. So just a little a little blast from the past there. 
And I had to like look up the market cap on Shopify as I was thinking about this entry. This is like not a small company. I think it's like a sixty or seventy billion dollar market cap company. So you know, this is this is a meaningful company in the industry. Absolutely. Stock to watch number three. We've got General Mills ticker GIS, and this is another upcoming news catalyst. But they're not releasing their earnings. They are presenting at the. Consumer Analyst Group of New York, CAGNY. I like that. That's a fun uh, acronym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the CAGNY conference on Tuesday of next week. And the company could give some guidance at that presentation. These are one of these yeah. really fun to know, good to know catalysts when it's a public conference of some group like this. You never know what they're going to say. Yeah. And, um, you know, like we've been highlighting upcoming news catalysts as a way to at least not be caught off guard. If you're an investor in General Mills, uh, if you're a trader in General Mills and it's next Monday or it's next week, Monday or Tuesday, and you see the stock start moving, at least you won't be surprised. There's a chance that the company's execs won't give guidance at this conference. But a couple things that I considered to sort of gauge how likely I think it is that the company could give guidance. I looked to see the last time that General Mills reported their quarterly results. If they had like just reported their quarterly results or their quarterly results were upcoming in the next couple of weeks, it would be more unlikely that they would give guidance. But General Mills reported at like the beginning of beginning middle of January um, so they, you know, didn't really just have earnings. They don't have earnings coming up for like another uh, couple, you know, probably a couple months. The company has been known to give guidance. I use my Benzinga Pro tool. There are categories in the Benzinga Pro news tool that you can filter by. I quickly filtered by the guidance category and I was able to see, okay, General Mills definitely gives guidance. The other thing, the third thing here is that the company issued a press release uh, a formal press release to alert its investors and other participants that the company's execs were going to be presenting at this conference. So they kind of already were drawing a little bit of attention to it. So, you know, yeah, I think, you know, Tuesday or Monday of next week, there's a chance that we could see some volatility in general mill shares because the company is just giving some guidance or they're going to discuss their guidance at this conference on Tuesday of next week. Stock to watch for another upcoming news catalyst potentially that we want to get on your radar here. Bellicum Pharmaceuticals, it's ticker BLCM. <laughs> Excuse me, the company is going to be presenting at the American Society of Clinical Oncology Conference. It's a it's this is probably one of the most popular like pharma, biotech, FDA related conferences out there. ASCO normally happens, I think, in uh, January. And ASCO has some like offshoots of different categories of disease and health. And there's one of these offshoots uh, next week. It's called the Genito Urinary Conference, the ASCO Genito Urinary Conference on Thursday of this week. Company is expected to give an update on its phase one slash two FDA data for it has a prostate cancer drug candidate right now. And we're expected to get some results while those execs from the company are going to be presenting at this ASCO conference. So if you see some volatility in the issue, maybe like later in the day tomorrow or early on Thursday, you're going to 
know why. It's probably because they gave an update on this prostate cancer drug candidate. I'm glad uh, you knew how to pronounce that, Brent, because I think I would have said I practiced uh, it. Jenny Torinary or something. <laughs> I, I practiced it like five times before we were before we were live. So th- thank you, but also like you know, I did a little work on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Don't be a, if you're a, if you're a trader investor out there. Don't be afraid to if you, if there's a word you don't know or something like that, especially with a news catalyst or something. Check it out. You know, not everyone's <laughs> gonna know it, and maybe it. Maybe it scares some people away from a opportunity. <laughs> you never know. That's funny. I like it. <laughs> Stock to watch number five is Siku Group, ticker S-E-C-O. I think I pronounced that right. I'm not sure. Though. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of Tuesday's momentum names. And this is a low flow. We actually thought it was insanely low float, but we think it's close to around 3 million shares. So still low float, but there was some, Definitely. There was some data behind the scenes that was, uh, that was interesting. Uh, we're up about 14% following news of another conversational AI bot being integrated for the company's services. And this is a trend that we've been seeing, you know, with the whole chat GPT hype going on right now. We've seen multiple companies yeah. pretty much just announcing that they're, oh, we're working with this or we're integrating it this way. Sure. And boom, you see some big movement. Yeah. And if you're joining us live on Twitter right now, look on screen. Producer Asley, thank you, Asley, is sharing uh, the chart for Siku. And we're looking at a couple day chart. Could you go to like a, a one month chart, please, Asley, uh, on screen? And you'll see a few days ago. Yep, that one. Thank you. You'll see like back in, I think, the beginning of February, this company announced that they were going to be doing some integration related to conversational AI chat bots. And the stock rallied like sharply, like a few dollars. The stock did see some profit taking, but it's still not back to the level before we saw this huge volume spike and before we got this news at the beginning of February that the company is going to be working to integrate some conversational uh, AI. Today, the company had a news item that said they're going to be working with uh, a conversational AI uh, bot by Baidu, the Chinese company, B-I-D-U. They called it like the Baidu of whatever and they're going to Baidu has a chatbot that uh, Siku is going to be integrating into some of their services. Again, shares rallying here today, about 13% or so. Uh, a penny sock, yes. A low float sock, yes. This thing is going to see some momentum because of those two factors, despite the news that they had today. We need to keep this news item about these conversational AI chats getting into company services this is still you know this is a news item mike that we've been talking about for how long um a month now do you think probably about a month i think so yeah and we still need to have it on our radar we're still getting price action from these companies announcing that they are integrating or even thinking about integrating we 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 want to have this on our radar longer there's going to be other small cap companies nano cap companies low float companies that are going to announce these and they're going to be catalysts for these stocks and for these investors all right ladies and gentlemen thanks for tuning in that was our list for today thanks for watching we'll be back tomorrow with wednesday's edition of benzinga's daily socks watch podcast good luck out there today everyone Happy St. Valentine's Day, everyone. Have a great day, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. 
News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.